Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com SmackDown Podcast, June 6th edition. Head over to Fightful.com, register, use those awesome forums. We've been getting a lot more activity on them. Also, this Sunday at 3 a.m. Eastern, New Japan Dominion coverage. Ya boys have you taken care of. Right before that, UFC coverage from New Zealand. Is that just a quick swim away from you, Anna Bauert, award-winning actress? It actually is. Literally across, across the lake-ish. It's, it seems like that on a globe, at least. Uh, from a guy who's not been much further west than Indiana. So... We have SmackDown to talk about tonight. We are also joined by Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how are you? I don't need you to mansplain this to me. (laughs) Duh. Duh. (laughs) Best promo work of the segment? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Let's jump right into it. Okay. All of these girls are out there for the Money in the Bank thing. They all have... Curly, bright ass hair, except for Nia Jax. Like they, some of, but but one of them has like a braid. The other one has another little thing. They switch it up just enough. They are like the vanilla ice of hair sampling. Like Was they're doing just sip? enough to justify it to themselves that it's not the same. Anna, I gotta have your 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 womanly take on such a thing. I've got to ask: Was that a deliberate slip that you just said, Nia Jax? Oh, not Nia Jax, Tamina. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that says a lot. Um, it was, it was fine. It was entertaining. Um, Ellsworth takes the prize. He takes all the prizes, really, um, especially for getting in mansplaining on WWE programming. Um, yeah, we finally got Lana. She beat Rusev to the punch. Um, People were saying on Twitter they they were expecting me to go off about this about Lana's gimmick, guys. It is what it is. You know they they've been wanting this. They were trying it with Emmalina. It didn't work. We were going to get it somehow. Even Marie's not here anymore. It is what it is. Um, 
The thing with Lana, though, is she's still, you cannot reduce her to this, I don't know, like 90s wrestler Barbie version that maybe they're going for because it's still Lana. She still has the sass. She still has the attitude. And I'm completely cool with that. If she's going to come out in ball grounds and all that kind of stuff with her hair all done up, that's cool. She's still Lana. She's still going to try and rip someone's eyes out. I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. She was so over. Like, remarkably yeah. over. More than the other girls. Women. Except for James Ellsworth. Well, it's He's James Ellsworth. Over. I mean... Shane McMahon unveils this briefcase. Okay. It's a briefcase. Cool, man. Did you you schedule this? It's a smaller briefcase. Oh, hot damn. (laughs) Shane has been like stumbling and fumbling and getting facts wrong and stuff. Like with regularity. Ellsworth commands the mic like the G that he is. We get a lot of cool, super awesome, fancy, cliche catchphrases. That was fun. In my notes, I can't even remember what this is about. I just put interrupting promo says what? So I'm assuming everybody kept interrupting each other, which is what I recall. Naomi comes out, cuts a pretty bad promo. Then Lana comes out to a huge reaction. Shane McMahon says this isn't the time. Lana asked to be money in the money in the bank. But everybody in the ring's laughing at her. Everybody. So the crowd is in love with Lana. At this point, Jeff, is the entire women's division on SmackDown a bunch of assholes? No, they just, well, they, <laughs> Lana hasn't been in the ring. Why shouldn't they laugh at her? Uh, She's yeah. accomplished more than Tamina has. She won at WrestleMania. <laughs> Raw, man, that Alexa Bliss segment was bad. SmackDown, hold my beer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. You know what? What's funny to me is that all those promos from all six women, or yeah, all five women in the original uh, segment, weren't any different than the promos from last week for the most part. When they were just speaking to the camera, they're almost word for word the same from at least half of them. Which I'm just like, can we find these women something else more to say other than, hey, Natty's a heart. She's the best there is. Best there was. You know, I just, oh, Lan- I, I, I think uh, Anna's criticism of, of Alana is, is spot on. She is the throwback sable right now. Um, the Trish Stratus, the sex pot buttering up the authority figure for whatever she gets. I. Yeah, yeah, the the Naomi part, she if she's the baby face makes her come off bad. Lana just I think just lost got lost in the promo. I I this thing was a glorious mess other than of course. And I think we can say this now. Future Hall of Famer James Ellsworth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I thought that the interaction between Naomi and Lana was kind of good until Naomi started humming the Jeopardy theme. And Cornball killed her line before that where she said, tell me all the matches you've won, I'll wait. And then she started busting out the humming, and I was like, no, it was a good line before. Yeah, the pacing killed it. She she jumped, she yeah. jumped on it, yeah. And then uh, Becky and Charlotte's reaction was kind of funny to that too, but my ultimate hope is that Lana does butter up Shane McMahon and oh, that he was does a give her – yeah, and then I hope Rusev shows up and kicks the living shit out of him <laughs> and just 
that's how he's reintroduced. He kills Shane McMahon. You still think, they, hold on. You still think Lana and Rusev are going to be together don't almost care. immediately? Don't care if they even put them back together okay. on TV. If he just uses that as his way back in, because I'd jump all over a Shane McMahon-Rusev match at SummerSlam. I would love it. I would love to watch Rusev throw Shane McMahon off the top of buildings for like 15 minutes at SummerSlam. I'd be all about it. This was this is trash, this segment. Uh, the match was really bad, too. Mm. These tag matches are all the same. They're all the same in WWE. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. Naomi's Although, kicks look bad, and Tamina can't bump. So I, I thought the heat segment. I thought the heat segment they played during the commercial break. I was quite interested in how they were doing that. I thought Carmella was all right in that. I liked the what uh, basically they did the unicorn stampede in the corner, which I thought was kind of cool. I liked the the whole go back to the old school quick tag, just beat a guy in the corner for a while. You know, and then they, of course they never show these parts on TV when Tamina and Carmella are actually in the ring. It's all to be, you know, f- for for Anna. All, all Anna ever gets to see is Natty Hart in the ring or Natty Nightheart in the so ring. Yeah, and when <laughs> when Carmella, you can't hear her be verbal. It takes away yeah. a lot of her work because she's a very verbal verbal uh, performer. Lana runs out, attacks Naomi, Tamina gets the pin. At least we now know what Tamina's theme sounds like for like although, the first time ever. Although Carmella, uh, Anna, Carmella, hold on, Carmella in an octopus role had me howling. I just... <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Anna, your thoughts on the segment, the match, anything that, that went along with it? Yeah, that the ring, I don't know what it's called, the ring around thing I thought was awesome. It was like the one that Liv does in NXT, but just better executed. And Carmella just <laughs> sold that perfectly. That was hilarious. Um, Naomi in ring, I really love watching her. The kick's not a fan still, but in ring, she, just over the past few months since having the belt, she's just gotten better and better. The thing that annoyed me the most about this to me yeah they did another six woman tag when you just reintroduce lana so get her up in someone's face give them a match whatever it it is what it is um but how did the ref how did little nature allow both tamina and natalia to start beating up naomi in the ring when he was just standing there watching it how well, is see, it's, that cool? I'm sure this is in the WWE rule book somewhere. Once the match goes past six minutes, there are no rules. WWE tag oh, match official okay. rules. That, that's just how it happens, I'm sure. Oh. It's like they're there relying of, on us to be herpaderp and not, not pick up on this stuff or not yeah. care. Oh, that was the, the complete story of Extreme Rules the other night. Was Here's one rule, but we're not going to explain to you any others. It's just how it is. Backstage, Mojo Raleigh is pissy about being left off the show. I'd rather like this. It, he reminded Shane McMahon that he beat Jinder Mahal. Luke Harper's name drop got a really, really big pop. That was <laughs> that, was, that awesome. was fun. And then Shane McMahon says he can earn his way into Money in the Bank ladder match by beating Jinder Mahal. This made sense because Jinder Mahal did come over to SmackDown and immediately lose to Mojo Raleigh. Why wouldn't Mojo Raleigh? Be pissed off at Shane McMahon, Anna. There's no reason. I mean, that is exactly it. Gronk had a very good point. He won this trophy, and all they've done with it was say that he's won the trophy. 
Um, has he been off for a reason? Was there an injury or something? Uh, he's. Mm. I don't think he's been hurt. No, he hasn't been wrestling live events, but. Uh... That's yeah. That's kind of shitty. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I will get into that match. I'm. I'm just glad that he got. He's back on TV. <laughs> Yeah, he he just started doing. Uh, he missed a couple weeks of live events, rather, so he wasn't hurt. He just missed. He missed like two weeks of live events. Fashion files happened. <laughs> Jeffrey, hmm? what'd you think of the incorporation of New Day into the fashion files? I, you know what, whoever's writing these segments is the best writer on their staff right now. <laughs> yeah, in terms of yeah. just timing, in terms of being able to bring back callbacks and things of that nature that this person is skilled and that's the best compliment I can give the, the number of times I popped for the things on that, on the, on the cork board behind him for, let's see, Billy Kidman, uh, <laughs> Michael PS Hayes. <laughs> the, I forgot the label for him. Um, I, I really liked the touch of Enzo being out of their jurisdiction. I thought that was a nice <laughs> little one. And of course, Big E with the line of the night, black and white here in black and white. That oh, good lord! Um, I, I I probably I think my favorite moment was when they handed Fandango the shirt and he threw it down. They handed it back to him <laughs> and he threw it down. <laughs> yes, but overall, I mean, this was I mean, this is once again another solid segment out of, out of these two, and and we were expecting a new day. Brizongo kind of uh, interaction at at some point, and it came sooner than later. Anna, it was it was perfect. It was they <laughs> New Day and Fabrizi need to put a ring on it and get married straight away because they are made for each other. Um, I need to see all five of these men wearing the rompers in ring. That's just something oh, that needs God. to happen. Ain't nobody got time for that, Anna. No. <laughs> I have all the time in the world for that. I'm not one to, like, the. I don't like rompers in general for anyone, but just the idea of it, I feel like they, out of anyone, could pull this off. I think Alex could, could pull off a romper. Alex could pull yeah, off Yeah, we should make that the fightful uniform for everybody who is not me. And Alex, just Alex. I'm so confused how you came up with Alex as being the solution to that. He's the only one not here, so I can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> there has been some rather good outside the ring stuff the last couple nights on both Raw and SmackDown. I have enjoyed so much of what happened outside the ring. And the stuff that happened inside the ring on this show, like a lot of it was was fine, but none of it meant a damn thing, except for Mojo Raleigh's match, which wasn't good, but uh, we'll, we'll get to AJ Styles versus Dolph Ziggler. AJ gets his win back. I love the time that Ziggler busts out the cradles and like harkens back to his amateur wrestling days. I can really appreciate that. This was a little shorter than I had anticipated, but it was fine. The transition into the Styles Clash was good. Jeff, anything on this? I appreciate Dolph's old school uh, heel mannerisms, like feet on the ropes and grabbing the ropes during sunset flips. I just... Didn't see the need for the match other than, of course, the obvious, well, well, AJ couldn't reach the ropes last week, so we have to give him the pin this week. I, I, I don't know why we had the match, but it was fine. It just wasn't as good as last week either, which is kind of disappointing, I, I, I thought. But it was a fine match for what it was. 
I'm trying to be positive after hearing that we we, we don't want people just bitching as your co-host. Oh, did all. you see that? Did you see I that? I did see that. I almost I almost did a bit where I was just gonna be like phony happy the entire time, but I can't pull that off. So that's I mean, Rob <laughs> did it every week. That's true. He did when we were on. I mean, so and people miss him for for whatever reason. Rob, people miss you. Um, I don't. Yeah, that was a weird one. I hate to address stuff like that, but somebody was like, "Tell your co-host to be more positive." I was like, "No, I tell my co-host to be honest. If they don't like something, I want them to say yeah. I don't like something. If they do like something, even if I don't, I want you all to say that." Just for my taste. I get, I get where they're coming from, but yeah. at the same time, like I'm not going to lie through my teeth. If it's I mean, a, you, you've been concerned that yeah, you were too sure. negative before, and I've said no. Yeah, because I don't like watching negative podcasts. Like, yeah. But if it's constructive, well, then that's different than just And this guy said everything. that it wasn't constructive, and I don't know in what way it isn't because we are incredible. As for the match, <laughs> I, I just would have – well, yeah, before it becomes a meta podcast about this podcast – uh. I just would have liked to have kept AJ and Dolph separate after that, after that one match, just rematching them immediately. I think it, it you know, we're just going to keep doing this round Robin, I think until money in the bank, I get that, but still, you know, you'd like to build up, Hey, you got this one win a couple weeks ago and just leave it out there to kind of simmer a bit. Yep. Fine match to me. AJ Styles wins. I liked that He also, he had scouted Ziggler scouting him with the springboard. Hmm. Like he knew that Ziggler was going to try to knock him off the top rope and he, he like fainted it. So yeah, that was, that was fine. It's just nothing special. Yeah. It was there. Jinder Mahal defeated Mojo Raleigh. This was bad, but again, incredibly consistent with Jinder Mahal's booking. He couldn't beat the guy who beat him a couple months ago without the help of the Singh brothers. But then right after we get the same fucking promo he has cut every single week since this started. Pardon my French, you guys. I limit it to one F per show. I don't know if Anna will be able to. Maybe, maybe not. Well, first I will say about um the just watching the AJ Ziggler match. I enjoyed it, and I w- did hear about the botch finish last week, so whatever. But um, I kept just kept thinking, because I finally watched the Madden Finals last night, <laughs> how much extra respect I have for AJ going and doing SmackDown after that whole saga. Because um, he, he got hot. That, that, was, that was some real drama happening. Um, but this match. So I will admit that I didn't actually – pay that much attention and that wasn't even deliberate on my behalf it just the entrance seemed to go on for a couple of hours and then I got distracted and then it was over and then there was also a guy in the front row that looked a lot like Colt Cabana who was holding up a giant Colt head and I thought it was just he was holding up his own head it was very strange anyway I need to wear glasses more often um but then we got to the promo afterwards and it was the same thing but even worse because he he said the line in his I'm going to beat Randy Orton in his hometown in St. Louis, Missouri, in the USA. And at that point, I actually yelled um, and started swearing really loudly. And it's at the point where I'm like, 
I'm out. I can't comment on this stuff anymore because it's the same every single week. And I'm having the same conversations with people online every single week where they're like, but Jinder's getting a push. It's just, I'm like, yeah, cool. Jinder's getting a push. That's awesome. You don't want to see them do something new? You want to see this isn't it. shit? This is, this is 80s, 80s wrestling redone but not done well and it's irrelevant and if you want to watch 80s wrestling 80s storylines that's what the network is there for right now all the shit happening in the world this is irresponsible i can probably hear people yelling at their screens right now telling me to shut up but it is oh yeah they'll be there they'll be there tomorrow in the comment section i'm sure i'm sure that's that's the case but there's too much shit going on to be putting on this kind of programming. And it's not smart. It's not creative. It's not done well. Someone said, but, you know, that was a great gender promo. It was a good promo for gender, which doesn't say anything. That's where, you know, like I'm not saying anything against the guy. I like him as a heel. I think he does a great job. But a great promo is what Samoa Joe did last night. That was constructed perfectly. It was, like, beautifully done with Heyman and Joe in the writing, in the execution, everything about it was just awesome. And then you have this, and this is the championship angle. And I'm sick of talking about it. I'm sure people are sick of listening to me talk about it. And I'm just at the point where I'm like, look, I, I don't want to comment on this shit anymore because it's shit. I have to follow yeah, that. <laughs> well, I'm not. You can so swear to me because I didn't no, talk no, Jeff, I'm giving you the death slot. I'll go third. Okay, cool. Uh, Well, since I didn't get to comment on on the Mojo-Shane interaction, I'll I'll do that here as well and fold it in. Uh, It's interesting because I'm having a conversation on the Fightful Forums, plug, about the mindset (laughs) of, of Vince McMahon. And it's amazing to me that two months ago, Mojo Raleigh might have been the one in this new person's slot, so to speak, because it looked like they were going to try and do something with him. It speaks to the hot and cold nature of Vince's uh, predilections and and just his taste where he'll just sour on a guy almost immediately. It's also, if you had told me that two months after that battle royal, that Jinder Mahal would be the champ, having a rematch with Mojo Raleigh, and Mojo Raleigh would be the ring general during this match. Uh, I would have called you a liar and a scoundrel, and I probably would have slapped so you with the gender, gloves. So Jinder actually got the, the Gronk rub. Yeah, he did. That's, 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 wow. Isn't that amazing how yeah. that works? It's, uh, yeah, that's the only thing. I mean, look, the match was nothing. Um, the promo was nothing. The, the carpet was kind of cool. Uh, the joke, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, I saw a couple of Aladdin jokes on Twitter, and I'm like, uh, let's let's not go there necessarily, but... It might mean Aaliyah gets a call up from NXT. Um, no, she can't run the ropes, man. She can't run the ropes. <laughs> Let's make this worse. Let's make this act even worse. No, um, no, you but did it. You did it. I just, I just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm with you guys. There's nothing more than I can say other than, but that's my point for all these promos. The women's promos at the beginning, gender's promo here, they're all saying the same thing week after week and not changing it and it doesn't feel real. It feels like it's a very it feels like now say your catchphrase. Boom. You know, and it's it's just it's uh it's hurting them in the long run, but it fills time. So that's uh no F bombs from me. No. We'll make up for it. I'll move on now. New Day defeated the Colognes. 
fine match. It's been a while. I'd imagine Kofi's still healing up because he is still not wrestling. Uh, good for him. Good for him. Let him get some rest. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. He's been pretty much at it for, God, it seems like a decade now. Usos come out after New Day wins, and they cut the Usos promo, but they rip off a 15-year-old movie in How High. Jeff, why do we have a, a bonus mm. you? I don't know. The uh, the browser crashed, so I opened, wow. I opened it. <laughs> bonus Jeff. Now, Anna, I understand that you got to finally see the Madden Finals. Yes, I did. I told you it was worth it. It was it was glorious. It really was. Could it be said that Dolph Ziggler was playing on PlayStation 4 last week when he defeated AJ Styles? <laughs> yeah. Is that actually, a conspiracy for next week's most ridiculous? I think it is. I guess it is now, sure. Nothing oh, else to add. Gone. Jeff Jeff's gone again. Jeff's gone again. It's probably no, gonna I'm be not, I'm right here. here. Oh, wow. Second Jeff is gone. Okay. The other Jeff. The, the, the sexy and doesn't know it Jeff is gone. OG Jeff is gone. The we conjoined, have new Jeff. Join twin Jeff is gone. Go to hell replacement <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> you are scab Jeff. Alex must not have liked like that whole joke I made. Um, <laughs> what were you asking now? I'm sorry. <laughs> new day colognes. What'd you think? was there i i much preferred the usos interaction after i i i, I liked uh i like that they brought out the midnight hour I, I i do like that i liked uh i like seeing xavier in the ring giving himself credibility in these types of matches where there are low stakes yep. that's what i really like that's what i really like um and they did the kind of the same thing um uh, in world class with the Freebirds with uh buddy jack roberts at times i mean yeah he's the guy who gets beat but occasionally he needs to be in there and looks good to give that whole threesome um, as a whole unit credibility. So I like that. Also, they introduced in-stereo ass spankings as a part of their repertoire. Worth noting. Worth noting. Hey, guys, head over to Fightful.com. We have several new articles from Jason Kincaid, Evolved Star, on the site this week. If you haven't checked out his stuff, go under Pro Series and click Jason Kincaid. It is phenomenal. Those Those stories are just... Just really, really good. He has a he has a knack for it. Very glad that we picked him up. Also, go there for MMA, pro wrestling, boxing news, photos, videos, podcasts, interviews, the whole nine. Conversation. Go over those forums. Talk some shit. 
like Jeff is. Jeff, you're getting active on those things. It gives me something to do during work. <laughs> Anna's not. Anna looks down on everybody. So. Anna has a life, and she's sociable, and she works, and, and she doesn't need this stuff. I, I do because I, I need attention. Hashtag like get Anna like on the forums. I'll, I'll give, I just, yeah, I'll give it a go. We'll see. We'll see. What was up next? Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens. Now, Sami Zayn was supposed to come out and do commentary on this match, but Baron Corbin attacked him. Then we hear Baron Corbin without a script. I thought he was very natural. He was kind of funny. He fit very well there. Anna, any notes on Baron Corbin? Even though I, I do know that you had mentioned to me that after watching the Madden Finals, you had watched Up, Up, Down, Down, saw Baron Corbin on it, and you were kind of frustrated that he's put in the type of situations that he's often put in. No, it's not that. It's I'm frustrated that they still want to script him when it's really obvious from talking smack and just like he was barely in the Madden finals and just that little snippet, that little tiny promo he essentially cut on AJ was awesome. Like I want to see that guy. I want to just like let him do his thing. He knows what he's doing. He's awesome when he does it. Um, And I thought it was kind of like they did that, which was cool by putting him on commentary but at the same time, it was during an Owens-Nakamura match, the first one we've seen on this show. Um, so that was kind of distracting, and uh, I just wish that they'd yeah, done it differently. But that's – I just wish they'd let him fly like the, like the beautiful dove he is. <laughs> well, yep, I just called Baron Corbin a beautiful dove. <laughs> Her metaphors kill me. <laughs> he's, he's not the lone wolf. He's the lonesome dove. Actually, it's a simile. He's like, mm. oh, oh, he's a lonesome dove. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready for I, it. I agree with, with, I mean, Anna, still a little bit of my thunder there. I, I Baron Corbin took away from the match, I think, it, the specialness of this being Nakamura and Kevin Owens a little bit. Plus, WWE took away from the specialness of it, Jeff, by putting it on a SmackDown where it didn't mean a damn thing. I know, and and look, it wasn't yeah, exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't a four star, you know, five star classic either. It was a very, you know, it Listen, was it was it was a, it was the most they could do at that time. Let's put it that way, Jeff. Jeff, yeah. you're trashing Baron Corbin. You're gonna make the Dove cry. I'm not. <laughs> so this is what it feels like when doves cry. Um, He's going to team up with Patrick Clark next. It's going to be but, awesome. But to the character, yes. I mean, you, you, I mean, look, I, I don't mind Corbin being occasionally chatty, but he's the lone wolf. I just want him to sit there and seethe and just give knowing glances whenever Byron tries to act, ask a stupid question or something during this match where he's just focused. And then he goes in and kick kills Nakamura and that would be fine here. It's, it's too much of a good thing. As they say, it makes the doves cry. I don't need him to be conversational at all times uh, because it just fills the, it it fills the space with words and the words don't mean anything. I'd much rather just have him sitting there simmering at times. We're seeing a very watered-down Nakamura in WWE. Would you say that's safe to say, Jeff? I can't hear you. Or Jeff doesn't have to respond because he's Jeff. This was another okay match, another match that I think could have headlined a pay-per-view. Jeff, can you hear me now? 
Nope, he can't. Nope. Nakamura picks up the big win. Baron Corbin attacks after the match. What did you think about this, Anna? Uh, I really like Corbin just coming in and, and dazing everyone. It's working for him beautifully. Um, <laughs> I just feel so bad for Sammy every single time. Someone put up on Twitter, Sammy wanting to go and do commentary just to learn more about Nakamura was one of the most Sammy Zane things that they could have done. And yeah. that's it's perfect. I was a little worried for Nakamura on the end of days because he's so tall and lanky that I thought he Mm. wasn't going to be able to swing his feet underneath to get it. But another match that I'll just say was absolutely fine, but I feel like they could have torn the roof off of a pay-per-view. Jeff, can you hear me? I can hear you. I I don't know what's going on, but the heck with it. (laughs) What did you ask about? about Nakamura – Owens, I, I feel like Nakamura has been just watered down, or maybe he's watered himself down mm-hmm. since joining WWE. This isn't the Nakamura that I remember from New Japan who would go out and have incredible matches almost regardless of opponent. Well, hold on. I mean, and and Rob and I have, have discussed this in at length at times. Nakamura's not always the most motivated guy at times when he doesn't need to be motivated. He does, I mean, not every match is going to be a big one for him. Mm-hmm. And That's, doing that, that was the problem in putting this on in this yes. spot for me. Yes, no, I agree. I agree. This this is just a this is a week to week filler match, and he's not going to give you the full Nakamura on this. So this is what you have to come to expect. This is WWE Nakamura, not New Japan Nakamura. Sad. Well, I mean, I didn't expect it to be Nakam- New Japan Nakamura all the time, but right. main event on SmackDown it should be. But they rendered it where it didn't mean anything. That's why I liked the, the Mojo Raleigh gender Mahal match, like why it got put there because, you know, gender wants to beat this guy who beat him a couple months ago. Mojo wants to prove himself and earn his way into money in the bank. It made sense. I thought they could have gotten two or three weeks of shows out of money in the bank uh, and the qualifying matches. Do you think there's any chance they put Mojo in the money in the bank match? No. Okay. No. I, I know he got. I know he got beat this week. Don't get me wrong, but if they make this kind of a two or three week story, I mean, he's yeah. he's another big guy you can crash through ladders that you don't really care about for the future of the company. I, I don't see why they don't necessarily. I was kind of half expecting Shannon Mack to come out at the end of this and Corbin to be in some kind of trouble for decimating these guys, but maybe that's to come. Well, well, it's weird because on commentary they said and and so and so rounds it out before the actual gender match, so they weren't even yeah. open to the possibility. They were kind of tipping their hand without really doing any forethought to it. Very true. I'm I'm open to seeing a more serious Mojo Raleigh, perhaps if if it leads somewhere. I, I'm all for seeing a lot of these guys just doing something. I don't know what's up with American Alpha. Like, there, there have to be, there has to be some sort of idea to bring them back in a different role, like not, not a different gimmick per se. Maybe in a in a heel role. I, I haven't said that. That's me speculating. It's not like from anybody I talked to, but they've been off so long without appearing. It's one of those things where WWE will keep somebody off because they don't want to beat them over and over again, but they don't have anything for them. Right. Which is super weird and fucking lazy. That, no, that, are they yeah. doing house show? I'll check. No, that's that's my exact thing. When, whenever they say creative doesn't have anything for you, 
why isn't anybody working on that? That's, that's always the question I have whenever I hear that. It's, a, it's such a ridiculous concept that you have that many writers and nobody can come up with an idea. Well, that's just the irony in that sentence. Creative don't have anything for you. That's their job. It's just <laughs> how, long till, um, how long till writers back as well? It's a while. It's going yeah. to be a while. Yeah, that's, a, that's an Still? injury that you don't come back from uh, quickly. Too soon. Uh, Gable and Jordan wrestled on the May 23rd SmackDown Live in a dark match, and they wrestled the night before at a live event. And other than that, they have not wrestled since May 11 in Sheffield. So Mm. they've been off. I'll ask about that because that is kind of confusing. But, I mean, they wrestled a few weeks ago. I don't know. It's – it's hard to pinpoint it, but the same thing happened with Mojo. He was off live events for a week, back on live events. Who knows? Um, that was SmackDown Live. We missed one thing, though, in that Naomi pushed for to get the championship match at Money in the Bank. Yes, it's true. What, what is your thought on this? What are, what are your thoughts on this, Anna? Um, I get that winning the contract is to cash in at any point. That's different than just getting a match. However, it's kind of, there are a few things here that makes me scratch my head in that Lana literally just got back today. And aside from that, she wasn't really wrestling before this. And she's now got a championship match at Money in the Bank. I just, I hope next week, like it's cool that they're doing this. That's fine. Um, I just hope next week that there's going to be some kind of fallout from the other girls and Ellsworth. Um, <laughs> that they're going to be pissed about this because, you know, I would be. Jeff? What are, getting... what are the odds that the loser of that match ends up in the Money in the Bank match? To make it an even six. I was thinking about this. I don't know if they're going to take the belt off of Naomi. I think they would. I could see her wanting to be a part of the first Money in the Bank ladder match to be, you know, with the original six of SmackDown in this historic moment. I could see them making that story. Have Lana win early in the show. Naomi enters into Money in the Bank. Maybe wins it. I don't think so. I still think Charlotte's going to win it, but uh, you know, it would add it would add a new twist to it. You know, having heard you said that, oh my god, that wasn't English. Having heard you say that, Lana as champion, even if for an hour, I would love that. Given <laughs> the gimmick, given sorry, the, that just, the lack of run up, that just threw me for a loop right there. That was a swerve. Okay, explain. Just like just for that night until someone wins wins the briefcase or the next show or something. Just okay. the amount of heat that that would get her, that she's literally just waltzed in with this gimmick, and she wins. What did, did you what, did you hear the crowd though? Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is it gonna get her heat or is it gonna get her a standing ovation? Yeah, it's gonna get she's, heat from the, the other women, overburst. and I think that yeah, for the other women. That could do so much good for that division instead of this petty stuff that's happening. Like that's an actual reason for them to get hot over something. 
Yeah. And be hilarious to watch. Do you, now, now here's the thing. Do you mean like legit hot, like motivated hot, or do you mean like on screen heat? Because there's going to be some women that are pretty pissed off about that too. Well, I mean, every time I talk, it's in storyline. I okay. hope that there isn't that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm sure there is uh, there that kind be. of stuff happening there would stage, be. but 100% there would be. I'm talking storyline. I also have a, a slight skepticism that if, if Lana got a huge ovation for winning the title night one, it plays into some of Vince's uh, worst instincts on what he sees and what should be a female champ should be. I'll put it that way. Blonde. He likes blondes, okay? <laughs> and so you're saying blonde women can't wrestle. It's 2017. Blonde women can do anything that blonde men can do. I didn't say that. I just had written a, I wrote a long post in a thread about Bailey today about, about – now. Uh, yeah, never mind. Now I'm going to get some fool in the comments section. Look who should say social justice warrior. <laughs> the same week I got oh, accused man. of being a lot like JBL. That's all yeah, Somebody called me that. a social – I was like, those, you so can't be both. They're called both of us social justice warriors. It's not, it's, it's giving a shit. That's the difference. Yeah. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. I bet Jeff. you are so JBL, so also hmm? redundant. Jeff, I asked J.J. Dillon a couple of your questions for story time with J.J. Dillon. Hold on, before you say, before you, did he like them? <laughs> oh, yeah. He loves okay. it. See, okay. J.J. is afraid that people are going to forget him. Hmm. Like he's fearful. That guy's of that. Awesome. Like how he's, far? He's incredible. How far back did we go? Because usually he only talks about horsemen and WCW stuff. And I threw in a couple because I've been reading his book on. Yeah, Kim. we didn't get that far back, buddy. Okay, okay, just checking. We will in the future. He's kind of long winded, so oh, I, yeah. I, each time I film with, if I I filmed with Russo and I got probably seven, eight weeks out of the hour. With JJ, I'm getting three or four. But yeah, but for me, I like long-winded because I already like JJ. So so it, so yeah. it's good for me. I can listen to him tell stories and spin yarns all day. And and well, anything anything we don't run on the list, then your boy Wednesdays at three p.m. Eastern, uh, we are going to post as well. Well, thank you. Good stuff. I actually asked him about since since Money in the Bank's coming up. I asked him about uh, ladder matches and their their inception in the WWF because he was around for that. Talked about a lot of stuff. You all can catch that on the list and your boy. Also, we talked about having a shouting match with Vince Russo and WCW. So the next time I film with Russo, I'm going to have to ask him about that. It should be fun. should be a lot of fun. Uh, guys, we did a Holy Smokes MMA podcast today, myself and Showdown Joe. We had Frank Trigg on the, on the podcast as well as Elias Theodore, who's getting ready for his fight with Brad Tavares. Yes, Elias, who has the second best hair on Fightful. Still a part of the family. Still very much. It was, it was great to have him. And we broke down the Demetrius Johnson UFC situation. If you all haven't heard about that, that <laughs> is worth watching alone because, man, that, that's, that's an interesting story going on between UFC Dana White and Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. Mm-hmm. Man. You, you know, and this kind of ties into wrestling, Jeff. Yes. So it's funny because – so often, like WWE or UFC is not marketing this Demetrius Johnson because they don't think smaller guys sell, which usually is a big problem within WWE. Yeah, I mean Vince McMahon has an affinity for the big guys. The irony is WWE tried to sign Henry Cejudo, former Olympic medalist, now UFC star, to be their Mighty Mouse character. Meanwhile, 
the UFC has a guy who is nicknamed Mighty Mouse who beat the shit out of that guy that Vince McMahon wanted to sign to be their Mighty Mouse and market. I actually disagree with the premise that they haven't pushed Demetrius Johnson. They've they had him hit the shit. Oh, they've had him headline Fox specials and things like that. I look, I think Demetrius Johnson is phenomenal. I just think he needs to talk a little bit more probably. Michael Johnson has headlined Fox specials. Yeah, but I mean, I mean he's headlined pay-per-views that didn't deliver either. So it's it's I I I, market I, him. I I I think it's a two-way street. I think they need to market him maybe a little bit harder, but he needs to get out there and hustle a little bit more too to get himself over because he is a small guy in the land of giants and in the land of trash talkers, quite frankly. I mean, I, I view his situation much like 205 Live. They are very skilled guys. They're not allowed to get themselves over necessarily, and they're not going to be pushed until they can prove themselves marketable. So I, you know, I, I love Demetrius Johnson. I hope he gets everything he wants here. Don't get me wrong. I am siding with him in some ways, but I also think it's one of those things where 100% of the blame doesn't go to the other guy necessarily. Well, I mean, when the UFC, when Dana White is threatening to scrap a division, uh, oh, well, you all can watch more of that on the Holy Smokes MMA podcast where Jeff is wrong and I am absolutely right. Anna. Anna, tell us about Most Ridiculous. I thought this week's show was your best. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us um, about this it. Week, this week, we investigate the Corgill situation, Corey Graves, Kurt Angle, the conspiracy happening there. Um, we take a look at the whole Sasha Banks, Rich Swan, Noam Dar farce situation. And we also investigate who is behind the Enzo beatings which is looking more and more like a fight club situation. Who you got? Everybody call your shot. Mm. Someone suggested that it was each thing. They were beating up each other unknowingly. Like (laughs) I just, I love that. I love that idea. La Parca. I am going to say they're actually playing out the Tommaso Ciampa promo where Cass is testing Enzo to see if he'd move on with another partner, and Enzo just proved he did. I think a Cass is behind it. <laughs> Can't wait. I love I love the angle. There's a lot of mm-hmm. storyline on Raw that I am really digging. Like, the in-ring, it's been miss for me lately, but the angles that they, they've constructed, I have really been enjoying outside of Alexa, Bliss, and Bailey. Yikes. So, guys, also, uh, Jeff, tell us about Shake Them Ropes. Well, we did a post-Extreme uh, Rules show this week on Sunday, so if you'd like to listen to that, find it on uh, your podcaster of choice. Uh, we're going to be back later this week talking the fallout from that and also talking SmackDown, a little NXT, probably a little bit of the May Young Classic as well since there's been some news coming out of that. And, Anna, I don't rank your most ridiculouses because they're all tied at number one for me. No, shit. the Oh. What a kiss ass. That's, oh that's where the final F bomb came from. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jesus husband. Christ. I appreciate Christ. Superstar. Follow me at Sean Rossap. <laughs> Follow us at Fightful Online. Until next time, guys, we are out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.